It was the first day of the week. And Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb. She wants to see her Lord. She wants to anoint his body. And as she gets to that tomb, she is shocked because the stone that had been rolled in front of it was moved. The tomb where the body of Jesus was supposed to be, empty. And so she must have run back. She ran back to where the disciples were, and she told them. She told them exactly what she had found. And immediately upon hearing it, Peter and the disciple whom Jesus loved, and we see that as John, they run to the tomb. It's a race. They run there because they want to find Jesus. They want to know what has happened to their Lord. And so they run to that tomb in hope of finding an answer. And when they get there, they realize that there is an absence, that his body isn't there. And maybe they remember, they remember what Jesus told them that after I am risen from the dead, go and meet me in Galilee. And hopefully they run to Galilee so that they might see Jesus, that they might find Jesus, that they will discover the one whom they love and the one who loves them. I think all of us, we all need to be Peter and John We all need to be the disciples that sometimes in our lives we might sense that there is an absence, that maybe God isn't with us, which isn't true, by the way. But in those moments where we think and believe that God isn't there, that we run to him, that we run and we search for him. Sometimes, you know, when a person is sick, when they go to the doctor And the doctor calls and tells them, you have cancer. You have a heart condition. You need immediate surgery. That when that happens in their life, what do they do? Let me tell you, if and when that happens to you or to me, we must run to the Lord. We must run to Jesus. We must run to the church and there find the priest and say, I need to be anointed. We run to the votive area. We light a candle. We ask the saints to pray for us. We ask the Lord Jesus, the God of the universe, to hear our prayer. We run to the tabernacle and there we share with our God all the worries of our life. We run to Jesus in those moments of sickness, or in those times of need, run to Jesus. Maybe in your life, or in my life, when we face struggles, maybe we're facing loneliness, or anxiety, or depression, or temptation, run to Jesus. It's precisely in those moments that we need God And so we run to him. If we're lonely, we run to the church, and there we find Jesus. And we know that we're not alone, that he's with us, 
that he walks with us. That's what happens after the Easter story, that there are two disciples who are walking on the road to Emmaus, and there Jesus draws near to them. They're not alone. Jesus is with them, and so in our loneliness, we come to the Lord and we find in him our friend and our companion. Or maybe in times of anxiety, when worry overcomes us, we run to Jesus because after all, he said, come to me, all you who are labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. So we run to Jesus and we give him our worries and our anxieties. Or in times of depression or sadness, we run to Jesus because he is the source of joy. He will give us the joy that the world cannot give. And so we run to Jesus, or in times of temptation and struggle with sin, we run to Jesus because he can drive out the evil one. In our times of struggle, we run to the Lord. We also run to Jesus in those moments in our lives when we mess up, when we do something wrong, we run to him. We run to the confessional. We confess our sins. I know I do it. Sometimes maybe I'll lose my temper. I'll say things that I shouldn't about other people. Whatever sin it is, I run to Jesus. I run to the confessional and I say, I am so sorry that I've done this. Help me never to do it again. And that's what Jesus says after the resurrection. When the disciples are there in the upper room, he comes to them and we'll hear it next weekend. He'll breathe on them. Whoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. And whoever sins you retain, they are retained. And so we are forgiven. In times of sin, when we fail, when we mess up, we run to Jesus. Or maybe in our lives, if we have some sort of decision that we need to make, we run to Jesus. We run to this church. We spend time with him. We ask him, what am I to do? Where should I go? What should I do? Should I take this job? Should we move? Do I need to forgive this person? What am I to do with my family? We run to him in that time of need. Or when something in our life doesn't make sense, when there are circumstances or situations that happen, we run to Jesus. We share with him all those things that are going on. We sit with him and we ask him to make sense of it. Help me to understand. Give me knowledge. Give me wisdom. For the disciples, who are gathered in the upper room on the, after the crucifixion, when they hear the words that the tomb is empty and they run to that tomb, they want to go to Jesus and they want him to make sense of everything. Because these disciples who followed Jesus, they left everything. One by one, as they were called by name, the fishermen left their boats and their nets, the tax collector left his post, and they followed Jesus for three years, and then he dies the death of a common criminal. And surely they wanted him to make sense of this. What are we to do? It seems like this is all discredited. And so with the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, he's able to walk with them and talk with them and to make sense of it all.
You see, my friends, the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is not an April Fool's joke. This is real. And because it's real, because we hear it every year on this Sunday, when we hear this gospel proclaimed, that the tomb was empty, that the disciples ran there and they discovered that, that they ran to Galilee and there they found Jesus. Because we hear that, because we believe it, it means in our own lives that we can run to Jesus because God is not dead. Our God is alive and he is risen from the dead. He accompanies us on life's journey. We talk with him and he talks with us in the depths of our hearts. You see, at these precise moments in our lives, when we think that there is an absence of God, that we might run away from God. We might run away from God in time of sickness and say, why me? And we won't turn to him. Or we run away from God in times of struggle, saying, why did you abandon me? Or we run away from God when we mess up because we say, God can't forgive me. But because Jesus rose from the dead, because he's alive, he wants us to run to him. He wants us to come to him when we are sick and when we're struggling and when we mess up and when we need his guidance in our life. That's the power of the resurrection. And that's the power that we can discover day after day and week after week and Sunday after Sunday when we run to this church to spend that hour on Sunday on the day of the Lord, on the day of the resurrection with him, that we run to him and we give him everything of our lives.